Our People and Skills series is sponsored by Fanuc, proud partners of the Manufacturer Podcast. There's all that and more to come. I in you I'm hungry. What? <laughs> I hope this. I do hope the microphone picked that up. I really do. It's the loudest. Really, Lana's ever. tummy just made a, a sound like a Doctor Who monster. Sorry, I totally interrupted you. Manufacturer podcast today, bank backing. The money rolls in to support AMTC apprenticeships. And we see you see me and we like what we see me. Find out why in our article on the Centre for Engineering and Manufacturing Excellence. There's all that and more to come in today's episode. So lend us your ears. Cheers. Alrighty then, Friday the 3rd of Feb, or whatever day it may be that you stumble across this episode. In the studio with me is Joe Bush. Good morning. And Lana Dima. Good morning. How are we doing, chaps? I've got to say, I had to really G myself up for this episode today. Oh, why? I'm so, you know, I'm so tired. Yeah, it's very oh, tired. I'm glad. I mean, I know Lana was a bit premature last week, but now we have actually seen the back of January, haven't we? We can oh, now. And I was about to say, I, I attribute. Wave TTFN to it, can't I we? Attribute, um, I attribute, I think the reason for that is because I, I called out Lana um, on the last episode. Yeah. Um, and the, the weather gods have been kind. Constant bidding. No yeah. multilingual intro this week, no. guys? No. Brexit means Brexit. <laughs> Skills. It's all about skills. Um, MTC and Lloyd's. Uh, you may be aware of the partnership that they have um, and have had since 2015. Increased funding from Lloyd's to help organisations successfully manage and fulfil apprenticeship needs. That was an article that Joe has written and that will be out in the next edition, the upcoming edition of the Manufacturer magazine. He spoke to the AMTC's Managing Director, David Grayley, and Lloyd's David Atkinson, Regional Director and UK Head of Manufacturing. Bosh, they are some big people that you had a chat with there. I'll get you to talk more about that in just a moment, but first I'm going to play you David's take on the, that's David from the MTC, on the UK's Industry Skills Challenge. See what you think, have a listen. So from our perspective, um, we see there's a great opportunity to work in manufacturing. Um, but I do think that we need to take some responsibility for that in the sector around saying, OK, well, how do we look at um, making manufacturing attractive to inward recruits? Um, so I'm looking at a bigger picture here, Joe, rather than just saying it's about going to war on salaries, because we know that's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. It's about making sure that, first of all, manufacturing is seen as a sector to enter. Why? Because there's a large range of diverse jobs, opportunities. Manufacturing is multi faceted and multi-sectorial, uh, as we know. And within each of those sectors, there will be a range of jobs um, that people can uh, aspire to. And I think we need a lot more case studies in manufacturing of what mm. can be achieved. I, I don't think I come from a food and drink background. And in terms of manufacturing in there, there wasn't that high profile in terms of why people would go into the sector. There's a change, I believe, um, and I've heard from num- numerous commentators that younger generations want 
to work for an organization with a purpose. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. Organizations that mm. can articulate their purpose, uh, and, and live their purpose and therefore really engage young people. So making a difference to the world. So one of the things that attracted me, for example, to come to work in NMTC was the fact that we're helping UK manufacturing on a globally competitive stage. That for me was, was motiv- highly motivating. So mm. I think this generation need to hear about things that really relate to them. And they're interesting around purpose, around the use of technology and the use of opportunity. Interesting stuff there from from David. Younger generations want to work for an organization with purpose. That was something I took away from from what he said there. And so what? I guess the the feeling is that maybe they're not going to get purpose from working in, I don't know, on a factory floor for like a biscuit manufacturer or something like that. This is the sort of this is the, the perception thing again, isn't it? But we always talk about um, a younger person isn't going to have purpose in their job if they work for a manufacturer. That's the sort of preconceived thing. That's a prime example of the lack of understanding around the breadth of opportunities that exist uh, in the sector. And although, it, you know, man, many manufacturers are, are experiencing external pressures um, uh, that, that may impact their ability to delegate resource to talent deve- development, it is vital in order to raise the sector's profile. And Lloyds Bank, Joe, was actually founded by industrialists, right? So engineering and manufacturing very much mm. um, at the heart of it, its roots, at the heart of its history, um, as you found out while writing this article. So as we mentioned at the top, a, a partnership between Lloyds and the MTC going back to 2015. And I suppose this was just putting into the spotlight that increased support of uh, UK industry skills infrastructure that, that Lloyd's have committed to and are supporting the MTC mm. with. Yeah, as you say, very much it's, it's not no real surprise really that Lloyd's Bank are um, you know, heavily invested in, in manufacturing. They were founded um, pretty much as the first industrial revolution was kicking off in earnest. So yeah, they've, they've always been closely aligned with with manufacturing um and bringing skills into the into the sector mm. um you know this new announcement they've with um with the amtc uh go uh, announcing sponsorship uh up to 2030 but as you say the partnership goes back to 2015 they've al- already helped train uh over uh, two and a half thousand engineers graduates and apprenticeships during during the, those initial eight years of the partnership mm-hmm. and they and they estimate that that figure is going to rise to over five thousand by the end of the decade which is which is great news for for obviously for a sector that's crying out um for skills and yeah it was a really interesting chat with the two Daves, Atkinson yep. and, and Grady from from um, Lloyd's and and the AMTC, respectively. Clive Hickman, the MTC uh, CEO, who's you, who you know, and he mm. had a relationship with Lloyd's at the time and um, put a proposition to them about supporting. They understood about manufacturing um, and the capability and said there was an opportunity here to do something to support the advanced manufacturing training centre as it was then because we didn't have our location down at Oxford, as we do now do. Um, and they bought into the idea. They, uh, mm. they liked the idea. They, they felt it was doing something for manufacturing and therefore thought that in addition to helping the next generation come through with the apprenticeship scheme, the, uh, the support service for the SMEs as well fitted in with their activity, their understanding of the sector. When you've got a sector that creates, what, two and a half million jobs directly, 
a further 5 million jobs indirectly when you think about the supply chains and the induced impact of big manufacturing plants um, that, uh, that set up and create uh, sort of jobs in their own industries. When you think it, uh, the manufacturing sector is responsible for over half of all of the exports that go out of the UK, which brings, uh, you know, wealth and cash into the UK economy. It's good for our balance of payments. It's a really innovative sector. It feels to me, though, it's, um, it's perfectly aligned with our purpose around helping Britain prosper. And key to this um, is the it's being able is is allowing you again. Yes. Yeah. Did you hear that? So you're telling me again. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think I might need to just go and get my snack. I mean, <laughs> I can't do that. Don't, we don't usually stop the podcast for 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 lunch. Yeah, but we don't usually hear. I mean, I, I I'm not sure if a microphone picked it up. Well, you, this is what I'm worried about. Did you hear that, listener? Did you hear oh Lana's gosh. tummy rumbling? This is just so it's almost it's like new, there's, four, there's four of us on the This is a new level of embarrassment. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, where were we? Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> what <laughs> what is key to this is it's enabling the MTC to provide training over and above the apprenticeship standard, right? As David said it's, it's it's enriching the standard. So like apprentices aren't only going into the world with, with an understanding of technology, um, but also with like, you know, pro- professional skills, right? Kind of critical thinking skills and, and, and that sort of thing. Obviously, the cash element is important as it, as it would be for any any sponsorship deal. But um, it, this sponsorship goes far beyond that and it, and it allows the AMTC to... To, to really delve deeper into the, some of the new technology that, that's coming online and um, enables them to sort of uh, enrich and, ev- um, and elevate the, um, the technician apprenticeships that they, that they offer. Um, because, the, you know, which is important because they have to satisfy a whole range uh, of, uh, of employers from the more traditional right through to the, the more high-tech, cutting-edge type businesses. So that, that, that support going forward um, and historically has been really critical to the, to the AMTC um and uh, and to developing those those tech skills that mm. that manufacturers need extending to like kind of personal and business finance knowledge right which is obviously you know a, a, a crucial part you know kind of like understanding you know the business economics but also just kind of how to how to handle you know how, how to handle money like mortgages and so on yeah, and that sort of yeah thing. that was like a really interesting a, element of the of the sponsorship package which I sort of didn't really expect to to hear about really you know it's really helping young people set up for life as, as much as a, as much as a career uh, in the manufacturing sector so yeah the um, part of the part of the sponsorship uh, offering is 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 helping young people learn about things like mortgages you know David um, gave an example about a young uh, a young apprentice who's sort of investing um, you know part of his salary in you know in in you know th- things which is you know, something that was completely unheard of when, yeah. I, when I was 16, 17. But yeah. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, but it's all about those, those skills for life, really. You can read Joe's article in full when it comes out in the Manufacturer magazine, which is going to be soon, I think, right, mate? Any day now. Yeah, nice one. Um, Dotting I's and crossing T's as we speak. Yeah, so subscribe because it's uh, a good story within a, uh, a decent... Uh, Jan Feb issue. Our People and Skills series, as you may have already heard, 
is sponsored by Fanuc. As a leader in industrial automation, Fanuc wants to help you take your manufacturing business to the next level. Three out of five manufacturers are now looking to automate their production to boost productivity, increase throughput, cut energy use, and cope with labor shortages. Fanuc is passionate about inspiring tomorrow's engineers and educating businesses around the difference that automation and robotics can make with training and systems that deliver real-world value. Future-proof your business today with Fanuc Automation and Robotics. Right, so part two of the podcast is on a trip that we took to visit Simi in East London, or uh, or maybe Essex. I think it's East London. Um, Essex. Is it Essex? There's, I think there's a constant argument so, yeah. as to where it is. Well, it, you know, let's, let's not let's not stoke that fire then, was shall it, we? Was it Thurrock? Raynham. Raynham. Yeah, I'd say Essex. But Would then, you? Yeah, but I'm not going to put my head on the block and <laughs> pin my colours to any particular mask, but... <laughs> Centre for Engineering and Manufacturing Excellence. It's a not-for-profit education and skills organisation. Norsman Rashid, the fairly recently appointed CEO, gave us some of his time, uh, although actually we're very grateful for it because he did have to dash off instantly afterwards. But he gave us 10 minutes or so and um, had some really interesting thoughts, actually, on engineering, young people, piquing the interest of young people in sectors such as engineering and manufacturing. Here he is, have a listen to him. CIMI was established in 2003 and it was put together by some local colleges and local authorities and a big sponsor was Ford Motor Company. And the great idea was to establish a premium quality workspace for new businesses based around manufacturing and engineering. Skills, is always going to be an issue in industry. As industry evolves, uh, skills development and training within learning organizations evolves, and there's always a lag between the two. So you will never have heard of industry saying, we think further education colleges and universities have got it right. (laughs) They're actually doing the right kind of courses. So it's always going to be keeping up with each other. And the solution to this is for educational institutions to work a bit faster to bend what they're doing in their curriculum to meet their very quick changing requirements in industry particularly in manufacturing in uh, engineering and now technology and artificial intelligence which is all now bundled together under one brolly if you like i'd be interested to know um what the from from that initial point of interest, whether there is a, an interest within manufacturing or uh, and engineering, or whether youngsters are actually a little bit more interested in you know um, different things, something yeah, away from manufacturing, is there a kind of demand from from young people that, that come through here? I think it's really important not to uh, talk to young people about engineering and manufacturing because those are two words that might actually put them off. So it's the content. When they come here, they spend uh, a day, um, part of that day is we give them some Lego, we teach them to code, 
and they build a vehicle, they make it move with some basic code, things like that, and they talk about that. We introduce them to entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs that have built things, designed things. So it's all about inspiring them about the content without getting them to think, oh, I didn't know it was called engineering, I'm not interested. So as I say, it's really important to inspire them to think about what they're doing rather than what it, the, the discipline is called. The world's changing very, very quickly, as we all know. You can't talk about engineering and manufacturing without talking about technology and design and how it's all integrated. And so here at CME, what we're trying to do is attract entrepreneurs, startup businesses and established businesses to create a center of excellence, if you like, where they can collaborate and inspire each other. But at CME, we also work very closely with local schools in uh, the surrounding area. So this year we'll bring in a thousand young people between the ages of nine and 13 to experience a day of engineering, technology or STEM as we refer to it. But they'll be doing it in an environment where they'll be seeing uh, apprentices walking around. They'll be seeing people in business suits walking around. They'll be seeing people in overalls walking around. Uh, and that's the whole thing about inspiring young people of that age to understand that engineering is more than what you thought it was or what your dad or your granddad told you it was about. This is an interesting approach. Our thanks to, to Norseman there. A, a really interesting approach, like not coming at it from a manufacturing is, you know, wonderful. Like what a great thing manufacturing is. Not coming from that angle, not even mentioning the words manufacturing or engineering, but rather showing young people actually what it entails, teaching them the elements of the, you know, the, the, the sectors made up of, like, you know, introducing young people to entrepreneurs, introducing young people to engineers and all of a sudden you realize oh that's that's manufacturing this is an article that that you've done that you've written lana and will be on the website what soon soon now bearing in mind it today is friday maybe yeah maybe tell us a bit it's like yeah keep us guessing no you're right it was um an interesting approach from him because I don't think we've necessarily heard that before mm. um you know not not overusing the words engineering and manufacturing um and it also kind of came across to me sort of how important it is to really get that right in the whole world of, of learning um and to basically ensure that every young person has this basic training of what engineering is mm. and, and like how it contributes to life and well-being and just literally everything um but really changing the vocabulary around yeah. it and just start talking more about how the sector actually makes a difference to society and i guess that's one thing that even i hadn't really thought about before i came into this role mm. is just how much it really does play into everyday life and I think that will you know teaching more younger people about that will pique their interest more because I just don't think that comes across enough mm. um, and obviously young people today are very value driven like we've been speaking about they really do care about the world around them so obviously we want to 
you know, ensure that the sector comes across in this way that makes it relevant to them and to the lives that they want to live. Um, so, yeah, it was really a really interesting visit. Um, yeah, good, uh, good premises, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah, nice... Uh, Nice area. Well, I can't speak for for Raynham as a general area, but uh, but, but Simi was uh, yeah nice, nicely appointed uh, centre. But yeah, we were uh, taken around the the various um, the various elements of the centre, weren't we? Um, some fantastic uh, spaces for uh, budding engineers to uh, to learn and to to make stuff. Basically, mm. uh, taken around a few of the different um, companies that operate out of there. A, a an electric scooter business, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Run it was. by a guy who was possibly, well, he was definitely younger than me. He may have been about your age, Lana, which, which was impressive. Yeah, I think, I yeah. think you're right. He was very, he was their youngest like CEO. I think he was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, made me feel great about myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, same. I think as well, though, wasn't it um, Ford? Ran some of their apprenticeships. They did, yeah, on, yeah. Ford in Ford in Dagenham, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sent some of their apprentices to work in that. The whole point of the centre is to to upskill the next generation of engineers through the Gateway to Skills program that Simi um, host, and they have that for primary and secondary schools in East London, free of charge, which is really great it's free um and also it says east london so i'm gonna don't want to bring up the whole london essex thing again but that does say london it's uh, what you've just what what yeah, you've just the information that you have gathered yeah, says yes, east london yeah. yeah yeah well that that's it settled then isn't it mm, well I'm not so sure because the train station was rain and brackets Essex. Anyway, but, get, <laughs> but there is a rain in Kent though. That's the thing. I There's know, a rain in Gillingham, isn't there? So that perhaps that's why. Anyway, uh, it's very beside the point. Um, so anyway, the schools can come and have these taster days at CME, um, and some of the benefits really are they that they get hands-on experience from the experts in the you know engineering manufacturing logistics um <laughs> sector my stomach's rumbling now <laughs> this is a We're very hungry today <laughs> we um, do get fed as a manufacturer <laughs> listener i don't mean they don't like, like they don't put us in cages i don't know, the thing is, it, I don't know if mike's picking this up it, it, oh, it, it, I hope it may not. have done if right. it's not then this is going to make no goddamn sense people are going to be confused <laughs> as they as they normally are i'm sure but but uh, go on um but yeah Carry one on. of the biggest things <laughs> about these taster days are that it's just very inspiring for the young primary school and secondary school students to come in and actually see other young people you know just walking around the campus um and yeah it goes back to what we've said before about like when you can see yourself in that role Mm. it's obviously going to be a lot more attractive and just I don't know if approachable is the right word but it it helps basically um and it yeah it was it was we saw a lot of young students around um and just other people as well because obviously they have a lot of other training providers uh based there um and uh and geese and lots of geese yeah yeah and a hydrogen goose (laughs) (laughs) what was it 
a hydrogen yeah, it was, water yeah, no, it, it pump was a, thing. It, it was it was a big like hydrogen station yeah. where you can yeah where you can you can refill yeah, yeah. where, where vehicles can really can refill, cool yeah and I think yeah. they have um, they had like solar panels on all the roofs as well which mm. was cool um, it had it had all the shots yeah geese. Hydrogen, yeah. Hydrogen what, geese. What more could you want? It, hydrogen it was, geese. It was good, and uh, that article, um, as Lana says, will be uh, available. Soon. Is available soon. Now, maybe. maybe log on to the manufacturer to find com. out. And uh, if you <laughs> want to hear more from uh, Norseman, um, but we're only able to hear the snippet of interview that we've just played, uh, then we've got this that's available for you. Dear listener, hope you're enjoying this episode. We're certainly looking forward to bringing you our various podcast series through the year. But I wonder, were you left feeling a little peeved at points last year when you weren't able to hear certain interviews in full? Well, now you can. As part of this year's manufacturer podcast offering, we present to you archives. Podcast episodes that simply feature interviews in full with some of the brightest, most inspiring and innovative people in the manufacturing sector. So keep a lookout and be notified for episodes of the Manufacturer Archives by following and subscribing to this, the Manufacturer Podcast. Good. Um, oh, and my stomach's gone again. I had it again. So this is, this is it incredible. must be contagious. Did you guys not have breakfast this morning? I did. I did, I did. I only had... We're just hungry people. Yeah. Well, what are you getting? You're getting Leon again. Of course. Yeah. I'm getting my aioli chicken rice box, although I am slightly... You're such a creature of habit, aren't you? No, I just like it. But I did find out last week that it's chicken thighs, and I don't like chicken thighs, and I can't believe I've never noticed that it's chicken thighs before. I'm such a chicken breast snob. (laughs) <laughs> but now I just can't. There's the there's the title of the episode right there. <laughs> no, I think I'm going to go for hydrogen goose. I think. <laughs> <laughs> hydrogen goose. We got some options. It sounds like a thrash metal band. That yeah. does, doesn't it? Are you going to see tonight? Oh, hydrogen, hydrogen goose. goose. That is yeah. such a cool. They're name They're playing at the Apollo. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then do like some goose noise. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man, this is good stuff. <laughs> and now we've got a guinea pig here too. <laughs> this is oh, seriously squeaking. Good stuff. Seems a bad time to end because uh, we're, we're, oh. we're <laughs> on <Once>, a <laughs> No, once again, we bring the chaotic, unhinged energy. Well, I did. I did think it was just getting all a little bit too serious. Like, serious. Highbrow. So I think we just need to bring it down to uh, earth. Earth. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, look, we're going to go and get some lunch uh, to avoid further embarrassment. <laughs> Next week, we will return with an episode to mark National Apprenticeship Week. Ooh. Uh, so do tune in wait. for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Until then. Goodbye. And you can sign off however you want here. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Our People in Skills series is sponsored by FANUC, proud partners of the Manufacturer Podcast.